Jackson plan to replace some of the characters with the fire king and a half Captain Kirk. The canal marks one year since Toby's lion died. Following the tragedy, artist Cabana Village alleged in the Grills Cafe in California, and now there's a restaurant honoring the Mamba for this memory. Kirsten's Cafe in downtown LA is offering a breakfast dedicated to Toby, and you can see they feature local colors the owner spoke to us about the motivation behind her creativity. We love him, but we miss him, and I just wanted to show and be a part of him when what I do best, which is food. And here's a look at the final dish. You get two when you order the Toby special beans with chicken or asada and tortilla cheese, which in this case is yellow and purple. Here's a live look now from New Shepherd Ford Bravo over the San Diego Valley. We go to the meteorologist Elizabeth D. Branson. What's next? Well, that's a bit of rain tomorrow, so that's big news. But then we're tracking another storm right behind the one we just had today. Here's a picture outside. We're looking at Big Bear. We had a lot of snow across that region, so we had snow and rain and even chilly temperatures. Highs today in Big Bear, you can see just 27 degrees. 43 in Palmdale, Riverside 51. Downtown Los Angeles today, just 55 degrees. So we'll talk about what's next. Additional showers will continue for the rest of the week. It's a bit of tomorrow. More sunshine returning, then more rain
this map looks like. That would be a short map to look back at this episode. Alright, I want to thank you. Lower House is good for a couple of stars in town who have been contact traced to COVID. And the Lakers look for a perfect finish tonight in the Cleveland. Details coming up next on the NBC4 Sports Desk.
600,000. That's the death toll President Biden says we could reach before we turn the corner of this pandemic in a few months. Vaccine shortages, worrisomely virus variant, and the first step in the spiral of Donald Trump, all making news on this Monday evening. Tom Costello has our lead story. Six weeks into the national vaccine rollout, many Americans are asking, what's the holdup? Complaining their vaccination appointments were canceled. When Amanda Lewis just... It's a disaster. We've been an hour and a half of work for an another half hour in line, uh, waiting to see if something's going to happen. In San Diego, where Americans 65 and older can sign up, 70-year-old Mark Smith has tried repeatedly, but no luck. I've tried every single day, sometimes on the hour, on all of the different sites, and a 65-year-old cannot get an appointment. States report they're not getting the doses the federal government promised. Today, New York City postponed a mass vaccination plan at Yankee Stadium and City Field, where the Mets play. The governor says the state is prepared to dramatically ramp up vaccinations. We can get the needle in the arm. We just need the supply itself. What's the problem? The CDC reports just over 41 million doses have been distributed to states so far. Nearly 22 million doses have been administered. As states hold back doses for the required second dose. Though, so far, just 3.2 million people have received both doses. President Biden today reiterated he wants to administer a million shots a day, aiming for up to 150 million shots by May, and hopes that by the spring, anyone who wants a vaccination should be able to get one. I feel confident that uh, by summer we're going to be well on our way to heading toward Want to hang up? Arranging external family approval before vaccinating residents in long-term care facilities. But former Trump FDA chief Scott Gottlieb, now on the Pfizer board, says that's simply poor planning. Now, quite frankly, this is something the governor could have worked on in advance. They think that could have been solved for. It wasn't. Uh, but that's part of the delay here. Meanwhile, Moderna said today its vaccine does provide protection against the new UK and South African virus variants though not as much against the South African strain. It's now working on a booster shot to improve protection. What we're trying to do is bring forward a booster that will specifically help people increase their immunity against the South African variant. That's something we could do on top of or in combination with the existing vaccines if it became necessary. Tom, I know another vaccine maker, Merck, said it's stopping its vaccine drug trials because of poor performance. How is that going to impact it? Well, it's not part of Operation Warp Speed, so the governor wasn't banking on it. In the meantime, Johnson & Johnson could come to the FDA for approval within weeks for its vaccine. Lester? All right, Tom, thanks very much. And those new virus strains have prompted the U.S. to impose bans on foreign travelers from countries like South Africa and Brazil amid fears that variants could cause a new explosion of cases here. Miguel Almaguer has more. The travel ban signed today by the president is the latest measure taken to combat the COVID crisis. Non-U.S. citizens who have recently spent time in South Africa, as well as those in Brazil, the U.K., Ireland, and 26 European countries will be barred from entering the U.S. A broad move as an exploding number of variants of the virus are discovered here at home. Everything should be on the table, including a temporary shutdown of international borders, so we can contain the spread. With the highly contagious UK variant already found in roughly half the US, there is growing concern it may also be deadlier. And now the Brazilian variant found in Minnesota. 
the South African strain, not yet discovered stateside, appears to be more resilient to the vaccine, though officials stress the vaccine remains highly effective. We really need to make sure that we begin, and we already have, to prepare, if it's necessary, to upgrade the vaccine. The highly contagious strain threatened to roll back progress. New infections and hospitalizations are trying much of the country for now. It's critically important that we um, accelerate our efforts to get as many people vaccinated as possible. Even in hard-hit California, today the governor eased restrictions across the state, but there are clear signs the crisis isn't over. Tonight, one out of every 13 Americans has already been infected with the virus, and more than 3,000 are still dying every day. Miguel Almadair, NBC News, Los Angeles. I'm Richard Engel in London, where the UK variant is driving up death tolls, forcing tighter lockdowns. As you say, the US will do exactly what the UK is doing um, in terms of virus, which is more difficult to control with the spikes in cases and deaths. Neil Ferguson is an epidemiologist, professor of mathematical biology, and advises the British government on COVID. So this virus changed in two ways. First of all, it spread so easily. But also, if you get it, you get severe and need to be hospitalized and unfortunately more likely to die. How long will it take for it to spread to the rest of the United States? Or will it? Well, yes, it will spread to the rest of the United States. We think it has between 40 and 70 percent greater transmissibility, depending on setting. So when and how does this strain spread faster than the original virus? We assert infrequent brief contact. You know, meeting somebody on the street or you know, stopping to have a coffee without wearing a mask. Because the risk is low of transmission, that risk may have gone up by as much as 70% over its peak time. New rules of the road for an emerging strain. Richard Engel, NBC News, London. All right, Dr. John Torres joins us now. John, Dr. Fauci just said that it makes common sense to double mask. So should we all be doing it now? Well, sir, it depends. You want a mask with two or three layers. It's made out of a high-quality fabric with a high thread count. One way you can tell, shine a light at it. If the light shines through it, then you want a double mask. And the way you can do that, use something like a surgical mask. Put that underneath, or even two cloth masks. Then put your cloth mask on top of this one. This does a few things. One, it makes sure you have extra layers between you and the outside air. Two, it fits the mask more snugly to your face. And three, when you're talking, it makes sure the mask doesn't move. Because the important part is to wear it correctly. All right, Dr. John, thanks very much for that. And breaking tonight, Congress moving one step closer to former President Trump's second impeachment trial. The House delivering an article of impeachment to the Senate floor. NBC's Jeff Bennett now has late details. Tonight, House Democrats turning over that impeachment article against former President Trump to the Senate, triggering an unprecedented second impeachment trial now set for February 9th. The article alleges incitement of insurrection after that pro-Trump mob stormed the U.S. Capitol in a deadly riot. Now, a sharp divide among Republican senators. Many opposed to a trial, which will begin more than two weeks after Mr. Trump left office. I think the trial is stupid. Uh, I think it's counterproductive. We already have a flaming fire in this country, and it's like taking a bunch of gasoline and pouring it on top of the fire. But tonight, Senator Mitt Romney, the only Republican to vote for conviction last time, suggesting he's open to convicting again. What is being alleged and what we saw, which is incitement to insurrection, uh, is, uh, is an impeachable offense. If, if not, what is? Democrats 
would need 17 Republican senators to join them to convict. An uphill climb. And tonight, we're learning more about the trial itself. Instead of Chief Justice John Roberts, who the Constitution says presides over impeachment trials of sitting presidents, Senate Democrats have tapped their longest-serving colleague, Senator Pat Leahy, to preside over this trial of former President Trump. Republicans slamming the move. And he's got a conflict of interest. I think that ought to cause reasonable people some more skepticism about whether uh, this is a path we should go down. It all comes as President Biden faces pushback over the price tag of his nearly $2 trillion COVID relief package as the White House reaches out to Republicans. How long are you willing to get sufficient Republican support? I have been doing legislative negotiations for a large part of my life. No one wants to give up on their position until there's no other alternative. Meanwhile, the Justice Department's Inspector General says he's opened an investigation into whether current or former DOJ officials attempted to overturn the election results and keep President Trump in power. Suspect? Jeff Bennett at the White House, thanks. We're following severe weather from coast to coast, including a large winter storm that had tens of millions in its path tonight with heavy snow falling in the plains and parts of the Midwest. And right behind it, another series of storms. Al Roker is tracking it all. Al, what can we expect? Plus, there are 107 million people coast to coast under some sort of winter weather advisory or warning. As this system develops overnight, heavy snow for the Great Lakes, Chicago to Detroit, an icy mix for the mid-Atlantic into the northeast, a morning commute of the mess from Chicago to New York, and a slippery commute in the northeast in New England in the evening, and then a second system comes into the southeast, bringing heavy rain on Wednesday. A foot of snow in the Sierra, and as we get into the eastern part of the country, anywhere from 6 to 8 inches of snow to the plains, and heavier snow in the upper New England area.
Still, the WHO clearly China tells us, so far, no questions off limits. Glad to see your experience tonight. Thank you. In 60 seconds, how to navigate travel plans for when it's safer again. Will travel insurance cover you? What you need to know before you book.